Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. My goodness, my Guinness, says the adverts for Guinness in the past. <laughs> um, ba- ambassador, what lovely chocolate. Sort of, said the advert. But this is not an advert for anything. This is the start of a podcast. And my intro is, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the National Churches Podcast with me, Bull Duggan, and my little giggling friend, Laura Lex. You have joined us for our last episode on Lewis Castle and Sussex Archaeological Museum, a deep dive that Laura's going to be doing um, about dinosaurs in the UK. Is that right, Laura? It's a true fact. It is a true bloody fact. Not just dinosaurs, there's a little bit of fossil stuff. Beautiful, but I think most dinosaurs these days are either, you know, oil or Yeah, but, I th- but not all fossils are dinosaurs, you know, like all dinosaurs are fossils, not all fossils are dinosaurs, that kind of a thing, you in know? In the episode, I've learned something. Because there's, I did a load of reading about an ichthyosaur, and then there was a line that was like, "It's t- it's not a dinosaur, it's like a something else." And I was like, oh, "Fucking hell!" I just read about you for no reason. Fuck you, ichthyosaur. Yeah, you're not even welcome here. A fish, I imagine. Probs, I don't Ichthys, know. Isn't it? I pissed it all out of my brain once I realised yeah, it wasn't yeah, good for this podcast. I do that. I get up in the morning and I think, "What do I not need anymore?" Yeah, just put it on my bedside table. All my knowledge. Have I shown you my cut? No. So I was cutting a lemon. Uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. So for the listener, we're recording this, still in my house together, the same night we recorded yeah. the deep we, dive. Yeah, we had a little break for a delicious dinner yes. that Will made, tofu and white rice with broccoli and a pear and m- miso? No, soy, ginger, uh, pear and garlic braised tofu. Absolutely delumptious. Yeah, really good. Very um, sweet and sticky. And it's done a great thing where I don't want a pudding. You know sometimes you finish a dinner and your brain's just going, give me some sweet, easy sugar. But because that had pears in it, now my brain's gone, I've had yeah. the lot. I'll tell you this for a fact as well. Both Becca and I are not keen on pears. Me neither. I hate pears. I think they're called flower apples. Yeah, and it's the consistency of the pear. Mm. But the actual... because. I'll, I'll tell you, listener, it's the cookbook East. Get it? It's in there. Um, but I grated the pears. So all, it was just juicy and fibrous. And you can't really have sandy fibrousness. And not That's the true. Um, so we ate that and then we've come back to do this. Yes. I'm a little bit intimidated by how good your witch episode was. So I hope I can live up to it today with dinosaurs. Do you know what? I look forward to you trying. Hey, I'm a trier. Um, so we're going to begin with... Um, 
according to the Natural History Museum, we're starting with them, right? There are 21 dinosaurs that have been found in England, so that we definitely know we're on this ground. I get it wasn't England at the time of... Species, not like 21 individual dinosaurs. No, 21 species, because cool. there's some of them that they found a lot of, and some of them that are not so much. So, for example, there's Megalosaurus... The huge little T-Rex fella. Yeah. Um, translates as big lizard, megalosaurus. Yeah. Carnivore. Um, and this is where the numbers start to blow your mind a little bit. Like, I know you hear facts like, you know, like the Stegosaurus lived as far away from the Diplodocus as the Diplodocus was from the iPhone. Like, that the, kind of bullshit. The Emperor Hirohito could have helped the baby Taylor Exactly. Swift. But the, the, these, like, they really blow your mind. So the Megalosaurus lived 170 to 155 million years ago. And then you'll have other ones that were like, oh, they were only 122 million years ago. And then you go, there were 50 million years yeah. between you guys. Because I've been alive for 36 years, and that has felt like fucking forever. <laughs> and these guys just... Yeah, anyway, he was um, around nine metres long, this guy, and was one of the first dinosaurs discovered. Whatever. I think so, yes, yeah. Did I tell you my George Washington facts on an episode the other yeah, day? You yeah, you did, yeah. Mad? Yeah, anyway. never knew about them. He just didn't know. So you've got that kind of predator. Then you've got some herbivory guys, um, the Pelorosaurus. Uh, and again, so this one lived early Cretaceous, which was 125 million years ago. So there's like 25 million years between those two dinosaurs yeah. existing. That's the thing, though, isn't it? Like when you think, I think we will found this in the years and years like the um the Patreon podcast that you should join by going to patreon.com forward slash national treasures for a weekly extra podcast a monthly live stream we do owe you one but you'll get it and a discord um when you do like more recent years like, I sort of think of time as being every year from the year 2000 was very important mm. and you've got sort of 1900s bracket general 1899 to 1000, they all knew each other, and then the Romans. That's it. Like, that's, yeah. that's the past. Yeah, nope. This guy, if Megalosaurus was nine metres long, how long do you think um, Pelosaurus, Pelorosaurus was? Okay, so um, n- nine metres long Megalosaurus, he was called Giant Lizard. Yep. Pelosaurus, Pelo, I'm thinking something to be like Peloton, so he's probably a bicycle. <laughs> so maybe six metres. 25 metres. That's too long. Because he's not just giant lizard, he's monstrous lizard. Oh. Would you like to see an artist's imagining of monstrous lizard? Look how tall he is. Yeah, he's got a big old... Is that his dick or his neck? Uh, that's his neck, well, it's 100%. Big, though. It is big. Do you know, if you could swim from his tip of his tail to his nose, that's one length of a non-Olympic pool. Yeah, he'd just all he have to do is swivel in the middle and he'd be swimming legs. Just standing, yeah, just get in the middle. Yeah, but you'd have to turn around because your head would have to touch the other end. No, but because his neck's really long, he could just extend his tail. Oh. That's my head now. No, oh. you can't just say your bum's your tail, your head. My bum's my head. <laughs> so it doesn't make it true. Um, I very much recommend, by the way, the Natural History Museum website. It's a little bit written for children, but quite fun. So, yeah, there's um, yeah, there's 21 dinosaurs found. Um, I quite enjoyed Baryonyx. His name means heavy claw. Baryonyx. Yeah. Oh, nice. I like that. Yeah. Um, he liked to eat fish and iguanodons. Two-legged guy. <sighs> Maybe bones found inside of them. I suppose, though, who doesn't like fish? Yeah. Well, quite a fish. few people, actually. You know I eat fish. My father doesn't like fish. John. 
John, one of John's favourite restaurants is Lock Fine, famously a fish restaurant. Yeah. But a great burger, apparently. Great beef burger. John, <laughs> mate. John, have some bloody bream, you old git. This fish is delish. I love fish. It's deficious. <laughs> um, the cool thing about Baryonyx is it had a mouth like a crocodile. Mayo. Had one of those like long, snappy, snappy. snappy. Jaws. Yeah, so here you go. I'll show you the picture here. Oh, Baryonyx looks great. Yeah, had a sort of like, it looks like a real mishmash of different things, like webbed feet almost, little crocodilian mouth, had a big claw. So I think it's thumb. Yeah, it says probably on its thumb it had this one massive claw that was 31 centimetres long. So it was like a fish spirit, you know? Half a penis. Hmm. <laughs> Is that a joke you want to stand by? It doesn't go with your persona. Well, I've got a 62 centimetre long penis. <laughs> um, I, did a, I did a great joke at school once. I went, <laughs> I think I probably nicked it from the TV, but I don't remember probably. nicking it. I went in and I went, lads, you won't believe this. I've just found out a guaranteed way to make my penis nine inches long. I think, what do you do? I said, I'll just fold it in half. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke. Yeah, you. If you thought of that, that was when your career peaked. Oh, I don't think that's when my career peaked, but I know for a fact that it's definitely the past. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's lots of different. It would be quite boring, I think, for me to just read out all of these dinosaurs. I don't know. People fucking love dinosaurs. Don't George Fouracres, comedian and actor. Uh, yes. He, to those who don't know, George Foraker is a friend of mine, friend of yours. Friend of yours? Mm, I don't think I really know him. He's in the sketch group Daphne. Yeah, he's, I know who he is. He's also an actor. Uh, he's most, most oh, he's the one you were banging on about Shakespeare. Yeah, he was at Hamlet. He was Hamlet at the Globe. So yeah. it was pretty great. But he fucking loves dinosaurs. And in 20, I think, 19, he and I shared a flat in the festival and I bought, for a laugh, dinosaur top trumps. Well, he knew everything. Obviously, it's not necessarily a scientific game, but he was thinking like, well, when it comes to size, this one should be this one, or the game's got no integrity, and he's right every goddamn time. No. Did you develop a sort of parasocial love of dinosaurs for the time you were hanging out with him and find it all very fascinating? No, but I do like. I think I like dinosaurs in as much as, you know, Jurassic Park's good. Yeah, kids are weirdly fascinated. Yeah. I don't know, it's one of those cause things, isn't it? Where you're like, is it just because lots of stuff for kids has dinosaurs on it? Or are they like weirdly into them before you've even fully understood what they are? I think maybe, because they are just... Like that one you just showed me, the bar- baryonyx, reminded me immediately of the terrible um, Super Mario Brothers film with John Laguizamo and Bob Hoskins. The Coopers in that look a lot like that mm, baryonyx. Okay. Yeah, this one's one of my favourites. The Hyliosaurus means woodland lizard. So this one's like a sort of turtley looking guy with the like armoured plating like an armadillo, small head, and then it's got these like spiked horns coming out the sides. I like this one. It's herbivore, lived early Cretaceous, so that's 150-ish million years ago. That's fucking loads. Did we, um, did we ever have Stegosaurus in the... Um, it's in... not listed here as having been found in England, Stegosaurus, I'm afraid. Would you like to hear a cool fact of the Stegosaurus tail? Yep. So, on the back of a Stegosaurus tail is four big spikes, yep. right? Uh, and it's called a thagomizer. Ooh. But it didn't have... Any name at all until you know Gary Larson who does the Far Side comics. Yeah. In one of his comics, a caveman 
points at it and said, oh, that's a, tha- a thagomizer. And the science community went, yeah, good name, we'll have it. <laughs> oh, that's, that's nice. Well done, science. Um, there's some famous ones, Iguanodon, they yep. found them in England. Um, yeah, your Megalosaurus, that one's there. What else have we got? Um, oh, actually, well, Decenturus looks a little bit like a Stegosaurus. Doesn't have a thagalomizer, um, but sort of has the same shaped spines on the top. Isn't it weird? That, so uh, Laura's got like a sort of... Uh, on the Archaeology Museum, kind of like a fact file of each dinosaur here. But the type of dinosaur, the Decentrurus... Decentrurus. Decentrurus is described as... The type of dinosaur is an armoured dinosaur, Mm. which makes me think there shouldn't be anything where the type of organic thing can be described as (laughs) armoured. Well, they were, mate. They were the tanks of the dinosaur community. I didn't even tell you my cut hand story. Oh, I thought we'd moved on from that. Cutting a lemon mm. yesterday in my hand, poor cutting technique, very sharp knife, and I cut the top level of dermis, but not into the actual <gasps> skin. So It's not even bleeding, he's it, a witch, he's a witch. It didn't bleed at all, but it also, because there's no blood, there's no platelets, so it's just not healing. Mm, <laughs> have you disinfected it? Yeah, well, I, luckily I cut it on a lemon, which is a natural disinfectant. Well, just cut it a bit deeper and then you'll get some platelets. I'm not going to do that. I'll do it for you. I'm a surgeon. Do you find this? I'm a trained surgeon. I told you when I fainted at Santa Airport. Why don't you want me to tell you about dinosaurs? Because as well as being an historical podcast, it's a comedy podcast. And I think if we just list dinosaurs for 45 minutes, we'll lose some people. All right. I want you to listen back to that witches episode. And we're going to see how many anecdotes from my life were told during it. No, but we will listen to a few (laughs) years and years and see. We might listen back to a couple of fucking live streams. See how desperate you are to show me your fucking dog? <laughs> She's so beautiful. She's at home because she can't stop shitting herself. But um, Okay, well, I'm going to tell you now. Brilliant. Oh, yeah, I fainted. We fainted at Stansted Airport. So I don't think I have a terrible pain threshold. I also don't think that I'm that bothered about bleeding, you know. But there's something in me about blood where I have purposefully given the blood. I've given blood a few times, I can't look, I can't deal with it. The needle doesn't hurt, I don't miss the blood, but there's something about giving up my life essence that makes my body go, danger, danger. So I was working at Stansted doing the COVID testing during the pandemic, and we got the blood tests that can tell if you've got the antibodies towards the inner while the science is progressing, but we needed someone to do it as a test and show how it worked. I said, oh, I'll do it. So it's tiny little needle, beep, on your finger, no pain at all. You squeeze your finger a little bit, a bit of blood comes out, and my brain was like, that's your life essence. And I'm there in the departures hall of Sunset Airport. I was like, I don't feel very good. And just went, boom, outside the British Smiths. So if you're next time you're Sunset, think of me on the floor. In a Why did bar. you tell that story? Just for a bit of colour of my life. Was it your own anecdote about the lemon that reminded you of another anecdote there? Yeah, I'll tell you a good thing about that. <laughs> I was waiting for it to link to, like, dinosaurs somehow, like, plates or armour or something. And then I was like, I think he's just reminded himself of anyway, this by telling the lemon story. Anyway, when I passed out, <laughs> yeah, the I was on the floor, There we go. And the first thing I remember is my boss, lovely Maggie, shout out Maggie, <laughs> she's going, Willosaurus, Willosaurus, because that's what she calls me. There you go. 
There you go. You're welcome. Perfect. Now we're nailing it as a smooth podcast hosts. Um, yeah, so those are the 21. The, the two most complete skeletons dug up um, are these two. So we've got Setiosauriscus, which means like whale lizard. Like whale? Yeah. That, that guy was named at the end of the day, wasn't <laughs> yeah. he? Yeah. Well, kind this one, like, of, a whale? <laughs> kind of looks like a diplodocus, maybe, but with a real hench tail. Look at all this extra gump on the toe. Well, Excuse me, having a bit of a hiccup there. Perfect the audio format we're currently doing. I really like on this where they've... So they've done that thing where they've got, like, a grey outline of the dinosaur. Yeah. And then they've put a grey outline of a person stood next to them. Yeah. And they've made the person sort of look up at the diner like he stood back going oh fuck me you're big bloody hell yeah I bloody quite like hell, that Harry. so that guy was a herbivore and then we've got also so that's Setiosauriscus and then we've got Setiosaurus which is just whale lizard oh that's why he's called like whale lizard because he's like Setiosaurus oh he's not like a whale because I was going to say yeah. he looks fuck all like a no, whale no he's like this one was he called a whale lizard then? Mm, maybe, maybe the rib bones or something are very similar to like a whale. Yeah, why not? Because that body is quite like chonky, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty good. He's a big one, eighteen meters herbivore. Like, think Diplodocus. You're not far off. No, is it Diplodocus or is it Diplodocus? It's Diplodocus, I is believe. It? Oh, that's amazing! I've been saying that wrong for, mm, for half decades. Let me have a look. How do you pronounce Diplodocus? Are you going to play? It's the extra firm tofu as well in the dinner, which I think makes all the difference. Diplodocus. Yeah, I'm right. Mother of... Diplodocus. Yeah. Love how you repeated it slowly there, just to really rub it in. Yeah. Eat that. Eat your greens, Willie. Um... So, yeah, so they were the, they're the most complete skeletons that have been dug up in the UK. Um, they were both massive. Um, they think that Setiosaurus was probably the bigger, um, but both were nearly as long as two double-decker buses. End to end, that's fucking huge. Yeah. That's massive. Just wandering around Essex. Oh. Oh. For, like, 50 million years, just... Nobody achieved anything or tried or worried. They just lived. I'd love it. I Honestly, I sometimes look... But actually, your dog I look at, I look at her and I think, you ain't got a pension. You don't need yeah. a pension. You're just happy. And I think, how am I the best creature on the planet? Not the human being. I, personally. <laughs> Why am I worrying? Yeah. Why have I got a ding that's like, hey, credit card payment due tomorrow? How have I got this going on? Yeah, it's bullshit. Why don't you come and live with me as my pet and then you could live Mackie's life? Well, because currently your pet is in a crate shitting itself. Oh. I've got the better end of that deal. She's got a bad tummy. Bless her. Why is it called a crate? Because we don't want to say cage, yeah, probably. Yeah, cage is a bit of a... <laughs> like the hamster. That's her house. Yeah. <laughs> because they call it crate training like she's not crate trained but you can like well the thing with her is the reason she sleeps in a cage slash crate is because she travels with me a lot and it's really helpful to one have something that's safe in the car that she can go in that and she's safe she's not wandering around two any place we go to like hotel or whatever 
her crate comes with her so she understands her bed like her bed comes with her she hasn't got to try and settle in new places and it's really good if you're staying in people's houses where like if somebody brought their dog to my house and they don't have a crate or whatever we've just got an open plan downstairs you can't shut the dog anywhere so if they come in muddy or wet or anything no you can't shut them anywhere so having something i can put her in and go she's safe in there she can't is just brilliant See that woman uh, got, got mauled by a dog the other day, didn't oh, she? No. Really bad, yeah. Well, it wasn't my dog. So I'd um, love to see your dog try and maul someone. Aw, she could try. She wouldn't. Oh my god, she had so much fun over Christmas. We went and stayed with my sister, whose dog had puppies a couple of months ago, and the runt of their litter just played with Mackie. And I've never seen Mackie play with a puppy before, so I wasn't sure how she'd take it not being like the babied thing around. She loved it. And I've got this photo where she's like lying on the ground, and then the puppy is like on her back, like a backpack, where she's like letting him have a go, like playing and pulling her ears and stuff. So cute. Toby, if you're listening, I love you, babes. Um, so, uh, oh, here's a good fact, which I sort of made me laugh quite a lot. I'll see what you think about this. Uh, this is on the Natural History Museum website. It says, one British sauropod is known from a single limb bone measuring 135 centimetres in length, bigger than most seven-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> so just picture a seven-year-old. Bigger than that? Yeah, lovely. <laughs> bigger than most rabbits. Um... I think you should put there, like, bigger than every toaster. <laughs> My friend Dave, Dave Young, such a funny guy. He told me what's the funniest thing he ever heard. His, his father-in-law once said to him, he was looking at a table, like a kitchen table, like a wooden kitchen table, he just went, imagine, if you can... A table exactly the size and shape of that one. They was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> if you can. Like, yeah, got it. So imagine a table exactly like that, if you can. So that bone, the big one, the British sauropod one, that was found in Dorset in the 1870s. Um, uh, obviously, like, what's the name of the coast in Devon and Dorset? The Jurassic Coast. Exactly, because there's lots and lots of fossils uh, and bones being there's found around there. There's one in this office right now. Is there? I, uh, not, not that. Um... I went on on tour with Susie Ruffle, mm. and we did a couple of days down. Oh yeah, I mean, lime you went to, didn't you? So they thought that this bone originally was from Cetiosaurus, but then in 2010, <coughs> um, someone realised that actually it was from a new species. So this like massive bone that's bigger than every toaster and most seven-year-olds. Imagine being the seven-year-old that's bigger than it. Is that a good thing? I guess at seven you're like, no, fuck you, other seven-year-olds. Yeah, I'm bigger than this bone. Yeah, then when you're fifteen, you're like, when I was seven, I was being like, you're a freak. Yeah. <laughs> now go and buy us some beers. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a beard since you were nine. You fucking nerd. So yeah, they just they realised it was from a new species, and they called it Juria Titan, which means Dorset Giant. I mean, one hundred and thirty-five centimetres. But that—that's—that's a, that's a single limb bone. Yeah, but what limb? Like, if it's a shitty little arm like a T Rex, fair play. But if that's its leg, it's getting done in like the way. Yeah, but you've it. got two of those in your legs. Oh, haven't you? Your legs have got a knee in them, buddy. Yeah. So you've got two meter well, long legs. Well, two and two point seven meter legs. Laura, I love you dearly, but don't. There's no chance on earth that you can lift your hand to two point seven meters. Even when stood up. Really? How high is 2.7 metres? 
then. About another half metre. Nah! Get bent. I think that this room that we're in now, at most, at least, sorry. A metre's about that. No, it's not. Yes, it is. This room's no higher than three metres. You're mad. I've got a tape measure somewhere. Yeah, find it. God. I wonder why we don't get a... <laughs> Nominated for the British Podcast Awards. We've just been discussing a really successful podcast. Like, <laughs> we're measuring a room that none of the listeners can see. Yeah, a room that I live in. <laughs> Doesn't matter how tall it is. Right, so that, Laura... Is a metre and a half. Yeah, so it's another... Right, stand up. Yeah. Right, to there. That's a metre and a half. Why did you drop the end of it? You pulled it down because you're so fucking tiny. That's a metre and a half. Yeah, this yeah. one's at least three metres. So from there, yeah. right, give me the zero. Right. right, give me the zero. We've got to go up another 1.2 metres. All right. So all the way on a chair now. 30 oh, centimetres left. It's a swivelly chair. Go up to 30 centimetres. Okay, yeah. no, I can't reach. No, you but can't this, reach. this room is big. This room is not even three metres tall. <sighs> exactly. Who is this for? <laughs> and that is how big its leg was, let alone anything else, Will. All I want to do is be successful. Well, then I... stop doing this podcast with me, because... No, but this is my favourite thing to do. Yeah, mine too, but I've never, ever done anything that took off or was successful, so get out of these choppy waters if you want to be a superstar, Will. What's your, how's your podcast going, Will? We recently measured how big 2.7 metres was. How tall was it? Quite tall, actually. <laughs> the worst thing about it is we're doing this whilst discussing dinosaurs. A really interesting, fascinating yeah. so you're talking about dinosaurs. Did you cover, um, did you cover the, the difference between the Cretaceous? No, 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 no. We knew that Laura, a famously quite short woman, is in fact quite short. Really? Yeah, yeah. Are you doing the Just For Last podcast festival? No, no. <laughs> Couldn't even get a ticket as a punter. <laughs> Look, we've got about 50 patrons, right? How's the agent search going, Will? You won't believe this. Shit. And they love what we do. I don't know. I think a few of them are going to tail off. No, they're in it, man. We're finding our people slowly but surely. We're going to get a new tier on the Patreon, which is called Heights and Heights. In an hour. <laughs> Disgusting how tall certain things are. I think it's good that we make something niche. We're just slowly, slowly gathering some people for whom there is no content on planet Earth until we turned up. If you like your generic two men having a pop at the world, there's loads of options. If you want this, you have to come to us. That's the issue, isn't it? I think we may have reached all 50 it's not even 50, I think it's 48 what's at the, the moment. What's the potential <laughs> One of them's my brother. Fuck <laughs> all. <laughs> uh, lovely Ellen, our patron, going to her friends. You'll listen to this. Ten minutes in, they go, what the fuck are you doing? Nah, Ellen's never leaving her fucking no, feeling. No, Ellen, mates aren't joining, are they? <laughs> listen, I've got more dinosaurs. We've only done one paragraph of my dinosaur information. How many, how many paragraphs have you got? 71. Um, so, um, over to the Telegraph now. The Telegraph has a really good map of the UK that will show you where all these discoveries have happened. Obviously, most of them are on the coast because I guess that's where the water erodes it and you see them and they fall out and stuff. Don't know. Anyway, um, there have been 517 dinosaur discoveries in the UK. That's a lot. Yeah. It's only spread over, what was that, 
21 types of dinosaur, so they found a lot of them. Um, 25 of each, roughly. Yeah, and Megalosaurus is the most commonly found. They found potentially nine Megalosauruses. Potentially nine. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think they're making it all up, but I'm going with... You think it's giants, don't you? No, I just think, how can you know? Like you said, how do you know you eat fish? I'm like, one leg bone looks very much like another... Well, I think if it's 2.7 metres tall, you're like, well, that's probably not chicken, is it? <laughs> well, imagine the drumstick. <laughs> um, do you want to have a guess on the three counties with the most discoveries? Um, well, it's probably going to be Devon. Nope. Dorset? Yep. Cornwall? Nope. Oh, someone's texting me. Hopefully it's... Uh... Ross Geller. Oh, it's... Fuck, I'll tell you what it is. It's fucking Duolingo. I'll do it in a bit! Um... Devon? You said Devon yeah, and Devon. I said no. Uh, Hampshire? No. Is it including Wales? No. Uh, Norwich? No. Kent? No. This is a fun bit of content, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> it's Dorset. I'm not finished yet. Well, you are, because it's over. Sussex. Wah, wah, the time's up. East Sussex. Yeah, well, just about to say, probably East. Yeah, where we are. And we've been there, William. And we saw loads of dinosaur shit. The Isle of Wight. Oh, the Isle of Wight, of course. Remember, we saw all that dinosaur stuff and there were fossils and stuff everywhere? Yes, yes, yes! <laughs> <laughs> that last glass of wine's really, really true. Is it sugar from dinner, isn't sugar it? You dinner. were hungry before and I'm now so you're hungry. full of sugar. I'm so hungry. I love the way you cook that light, yeah, because Becca can't eat that late and Becca was absolutely fine. It was, she was hungry. No, no, she, can't, she couldn't even she couldn't eat this now. <laughs> and you were hungry? <laughs> You're so lively now. Um, there are, by the way, if you go to Yorkshire, in Whitby and Robin Hood's Bay in Yorkshire, um, when the tide's Dracula. out, there are dinosaur footprints visible on the beaches. I don't believe that at all. Why? You're lying to me, showing a picture right now. All right. Wouldn't the, the tide just take them away? Well, no, because they're obviously in mud or rock or something, aren't oh, they? Oh, fine, I believe you then. Dinosaur footprints at Whitby. This is the kind of thing that, like, you know... Josh Whitaker and Rob Beckett are doing so I want to go we'll probably edit this bit out but I mean, well edit it out then yeah, but I know for a fact I'm going to edit this and I'm not going to edit it out why not <laughs> I can't be asked. edit that burp out at the very least please no because I've got to edit the bit we mentioned there you go the burp. well blow me down yeah now stop arguing with my knowledge please um, so, speaking of the Isle of Wight um, we've got um, a cool bit um, hang on I'll edit this bit out. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, that's fine. So, speaking of the Isle of Wight, we've got a cool bit here um, going over to the European Scientist magazine where a new big dis- dinosaur got discovered quite recently in the Isle of Wight. I think it was 2019. Um, but this report comes from 2022. So, they found a new, um, a 10-metre-long spinosaurid. Um, which, the bones of it now are in the Dinosaur Isle Museum on the Isle of Wight. And uh, they said it was this. It was a huge animal. Um, judging from the dimensions of the bones that they found so far, it probably represents one of the largest predatory dinosaurs ever found in Europe. Maybe even the biggest known yet. Wow, that's quality. Yeah, like, and that was just in the last couple of years they found it. It's mad, isn't it? There's so much we don't know. 
Well, there's loads, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, that's PhD student Chris Barker who sort of led it and found it. Um, yeah, they've not found a lot of it, I don't think. Um, but then this Dr. Neil Gostling, who teaches evolution and paleobiology at the University of Southampton, um, said it's likely to be the youngest spinosaur material yet known from the UK. And it will go back to about 125 million years ago. Um the Vectis formation. I don't know what that is. Rocks, your your world that. Um, and sea levels were rising, and they think that this spinosaurid probably like hunted on shallow waters and flat sands and stuff. You like fish? Yeah, had a little spiky thumb for grabbing salmon like a bear. Actually, I, think... I don't know if salmon existed. Bears certainly didn't, or did. No. Yeah. Either one. God, the. <laughs> The book you could fill with the shit we miss out. <laughs> I love, my favourite bit of all that, d- despite it being very, very interesting, was when you, in an episode that you're leading, when we just discussed professionalism, went, the Vectis formation, no idea what that is. <laughs> what is it? Some rocks, probably? And then you looked at him and went, that's your way. like, I've done nothing. <laughs> I did fucking Matthew Hawkins. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, big news. Vectis formation. <laughs> I just can't retain information about things I don't understand. What's the Vectis formation then? It is a geological formation on the Isle of Wight and Swanage. There, it is rocks. That's what I said basically, so I was right. Mine found you as a house in Swanage. Oh, Swanage, I remember going to a lot, but they um, used to let a lot of sewage out in Swanage, so you're only allowed to swim at certain times. I remember going there with my grandma and grandpa. The shit's gone away. Yeah. No, is that's it? basically every beach in the UK. Brighton's dumping a load of poop, isn't it? Everywhere is. It's horrific. Why don't we just stop being terrible? Uh, money. Oh, I wish I had, you know, the energy, time, skill to just, like, mount a revolution. Like a proper one. Not a stupid, like, student comedy revolution. Like a proper... Let's just execute some billionaires. Like you'd have to, be, like maybe you should focus the rest of your life on being a real charming man. Done. <laughs> and then you can whip up a frenzy. Done. Yeah. All right. He says, moisturising his lips, looking at you in the eyes. You love moisturising your lips. I love moisturising. I've never every ever known a person be that into lip balm. Um, here's my last thing on this dinosaur. This is this new one that they found. I love it. Right. Did you say last. I say second. <laughs> What? <laughs> I fucking showed you 21 earlier. I told you. I don't want to hear about 21. I want to hear about big, spiny, thumbnail boy. I told you about him. I loved it. Baryonyx. Baryonyx. He caught salmon like a bear. If there were salmon or bear. <laughs> yeah. What other facts do you need, Will? When I feel you... like I'm telling you everything. England. England! <laughs> Just everywhere. In forests. And by so, the sea. Did we have forests back then? Yeah. Nottingham Forest? Yeah. Wow. Maybe slightly different forest, but that one was called Woodland Lizard, so... Like fern kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe not trees. No, they would have had high stuff, though, because that's why Diplodocus and stuff evolved to have long necks, was to I get st- up at food that was high away. I still can't go over Diplodocus. You want to call it a Diplodocus? I have been. Like an absolute cuck. Everybody's been listening to you and going, woof. Yeah. Woof. Do you know who loves dinosaurs? This actually makes a lot of sense now. Don Ward loves dinosaurs. <laughs> I was just going to rib you about the comedy store and then I thought, don't, Laura, that wound's too fresh. Oh, fuck it. 
Um, anyway, so these bones, right, they found... Um, uh, this is, I'm quoting a guy called Jeremy Lockwood here, who's a PhD student, and these interviews are all on the European Scientist website. So, um, uh, yeah, they were mostly found by this guy called Nick Chase, who's a really good finder of dinosaur remains and fossils. He died, um, I think, either 2019 or 2020. But they were, they found these bones, right? And the, there's a big lump of pelvis that he found that's got all these tunnels bored into it. Right. Um, and this guy, this Jeremy Lockwood, he says, so uh, a lump of pelvis with tunnels bored into it, each about the size of my index finger. We think they were caused by bone-eating larvae of a type of scavenging beetle. And it's an interesting thought that this giant killer wound up becoming a meal for a host of insects. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. Right. Done. Done. Proper circle of life stuff. From from dust we come and to dust we shall return. Yeah, I loved that. So that is one of the most recent big old dinosaurs to be found. And I think they are finding them fairly um, uh, regularly, I believe. Um, and then your final thing that I'm going to tell you about now is very cool. Um, and this is from sciencefocus.com. Um, and they're talking about the Isle of Skye. So um, talking about the Middle Jurassic period here, which was from 175 million years ago to about 160 million years ago. And it was a really interesting time in terms of the diversification of dinosaurs. Like a lot of dinosaur groups seem to have been evolving quite quickly or sort of into lots of different types. But fossils are quite rare. And then recently in the Isle of Skye, there was big storm activity that has revealed about 50 dinosaur footprints. Holy shit. Which is a massive, massive find. Um, and in particular, they found deltapodus tracks, which gives good evidence of exactly what you wanted, Will, which is that stegosaurs lived on Skye. Couldn't have written a better end into that. Yeah. So I recommend reading this article as well, sciencefocus.com. Um, yeah, 50-odd footprints revealed. Um, Stegosaurus is there. And, yeah, they're in rocks. It's not just like, oh, the mud that hasn't been touched. But, uh, yeah, so there's... And this is just, like, a fascinating find in terms of paleontology because, like it says, they're very... Um, rare. So it says, uh, who's this speaking? Broussat, who is one of the um, people studying it. Stefan Broussat, um, who's at the University of Edinburgh, um, says these new track sites give us a much clearer picture of the dinosaurs that lived in Scotland 170 million years ago. We knew there were giant long-necked sauropods and jeep-sized carnivores, but we can now add plate-backed stegosaurs to that roster and maybe even primitive cousins of the duck-billed dinosaurs too. These discoveries are making Skye one of the best places in the world for understanding dinosaur evolution in the Middle Jurassic. That's amazing. I yeah. Really, I really like that. How fun is that? Yeah, fucking brilliant. So there you go. There is um, a race around the dinosaurs of the UK. Now, if you're a patron, hold tight because we are going to go and do a little bit of discussion of a woman called Mary Anning, who some of you might have heard of. If you're not a patron... We wish you farewell. We're dropping you off the Nakatomi Plaza. But before we do, you little Hans Grubers, 
if you are UK based, my most recent Edinburgh show, uh, Iceberg, is available to watch on ITVX now. Uh, and the way the deal is done, I basically get paid per view. So just set your laptop up, put it on site and watch it once if you're interested. But do watch it um, so I can, you know, dominate financially. Thanks. Like a giant lizard. And um, we'll see you next week when we are off to Essex for a trip to Canvey Island. Oh, babes. Oh, love. So we'll see you then. And uh, patrons, see you after the jingle. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.